Hello. Hey, Steph, what's up? Hi. Not much, how are you? I'm doing well. Um, tell me, we're calling long distance today again for the show. Uh, where are you calling from? Austria. Austria, that's right. Austria. Yeah. Uh, and somehow you ended up at the University of Indianapolis, lucky enough to live across the hall from me at East Hall <laughs> at the dorm. But we're going to be talking about uh, your experience being a tennis player and First of all, I do want to mention too, being that you're calling from Austria, six hour difference, like that, that would impact a lot of relationships at home, I bet. <laughs> yeah, it was actually, it was not that bad. Um, it kind of worked out because anyway, we had practice or we had school in the morning and then in the afternoon, I was able to call my friends or my family. So, you know how it's attached really I was to my parents, like, how did your parents feel about you? going to the United States for your college education. My dad always made jokes and he was like, ah, the time when you when he brought me to the airport, he was like, okay, let's have a party afterwards. <laughs> so he was just joking around. No, I guess it was it was exciting for everyone from us to like because I have two uh, two older sisters and okay. they were crying a lot <laughs> at the airport. <laughs> we were all crying, but I mean it's it's it was not that bad because we knew it's just a couple of months and then for summer break I was right. back home so okay yeah well and see I spent all of my years my formative years in Indiana went to elementary school here middle school high school and then eventually college um you grew up in Austria entire childhood yeah. okay yes yes what was okay so you got the American way of doing school, kids sitting in rows and a teacher in front, in front of a chalkboard. What was your educational experience like before college in Austria? It was kind of the same, actually. So there was not much difference. We just, we didn't have a whiteboard by, back then. <laughs> right. No, actually yeah. in, in, in high school, we had one, yeah. But yeah, it was pretty much the same, the same system, okay. yeah. But um, just sport is not as big as it was in the U.S. or as it is in the U.S. So there was maybe a difference at school, you know. I've heard this from other places. Like, did y'all ha not have any homework or anything or less homework? I mean, we had kind of the same. We had we had homeworks. We had, yeah, it was pretty much the same. Okay. Well, and see, like, school lunches weren't always the most appetizing or the best for us. Like... As far as school lunch, did you have that when you were growing up or no? Um, not really, because um, I went to school only in the in the morning until one or two, and then I we had off because um, I went to a special school where um, it was only for high performance athletes. So actually, for in high school, um, we were able to practice in the morning, and then we went to school, and then we had practice again, and I had lunch. I by myself or with my teammates or stuff like that. And this is kind of political and very generic, but like, how does Austria, your, your country, feel about education and making sure the public is educated? It's a big deal. So it's free for everyone. That's, um, I think, compared to the US where you go to university and have to pay a lot, it's completely different in, in Austria. You just pay tuition fee and that's uh -huh. it. That's and that's not much. It's couple couple uh -huh. euros. Okay. And uh what did your parents do? I'm curious. My dad, he was a um how do you call it? Um 
He's working for TV. He already retired. He was a director for sports. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Wonderful. So he was also, he also traveled a lot and yeah, he did, he did a, did a lot of skiing and soccer and okay. tennis. So, yeah. Was he the guy in the control room saying, take camera one, two, three. That's yes. so awesome. Man. Exactly. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. So is that how you kind of drew your sports interest is being close to your dad? Yeah, my dad, he used to play soccer when he was younger. And then um, okay. my my mom, he didn't, she didn't do a lot of sports, actually. But my whole other family, my uncle, he's doing Ironman. My, my aunt is doing Ironman. They played tennis. So my two wow. older sisters, they all played tennis. So that's why I kind of, yeah, <laughs> had to. <laughs> was it a uh, competitive relationship between you and your siblings? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I always love to play points with my older sister, but she hated it. And the middle one, yeah, it was it was really competitive. But yeah, I guess that's how <laughs> it is with, with siblings anyway. <laughs> Who's the best uh, tennis player overall? Probably right now, um, me. <laughs> I, I don't want to say yeah, that. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I played the longest, I guess. Well, and see, I think immediately of Serena and Venus Williams. Did you ever play doubles with your sister? Um, yes, I did, actually. We, okay. we played club matches. It's called Bundesliga in Austria. And we, I think we played once. And it was really nice. It was cool. It was, yeah, it was smooth and we won. <laughs> what are the challenges with playing doubles? I mean, you have to have some chemistry with your partner, I would imagine. That's true. Yeah, it doesn't always work really well with someone. Okay. Um, you have to talk a lot. You know, you have like like you said, you have to have a chemistry. With me traveling a lot, um, before I went to college, I played all over the world, and sometimes I I played with someone I'd never seen before in my life, mm -hmm. and it was kind of challenging. But then I think it's important to just talk to each other, and then yeah, it works or it works <laughs> not. <laughs> Well, one thing I love about you, Steph, is how much you do travel. You explained it really well. Going from the Czech Republic to another country is similar to me going from Indiana to Illinois. I mean, is it is it relatively easy to go from place to place in Europe? Yes, it is. I mean, there's no boundaries, so you just okay. go, and it's, it's really easy. That's That's, you know, it's called traveling a lot. I mean... When you travel, like you said, from Indiana to Illinois, it's still in the U.S., and I'm in a different country. So, yeah, that's well, easier in Europe. See, I imagine you coming here to Indianapolis, where everybody has to have a car. Like, it's, it's the racing capital of the world, and Austria probably has plenty of public transportation. That was probably a culture change for you, I would imagine. That's true, actually, yeah, because I didn't have a car when I came to the U.S., okay. and um, that was kind of challenging because I was used to take the bus or the tram or something like that, but, I mean, yeah, with my teammates, <laughs> and they helped out, so that really worked well. Um, do you have a driver's license at the moment? Yeah. Did it, like, transfer over, or did you have to take the test and get hours in so you could get a U.S. one? Honestly, I don't know. I just drove the car. Because it's international. Wow. And I was lucky enough that no one pulled me over. <laughs> international criminal. Stephanie on the phone. No, I guess no. for for a couple of months it's it's legal to drive, but if you're permanent, if if you like live there for longer, then you have to 
take a test or something like that i i think well and it's uh it's about six o'clock in the evening uh where you are have you had dinner yet today <laughs> no i'm i'm already i'm cooking <laughs> it's it's on the oven so <laughs> yeah what you making it's I think it's something really Austrian. It's some dumplings, sweet dumplings. Okay. Nice. Uh, uh, it's called Gamknödel in Austria. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. I, I was going to ask you, are there, what's your favorite traditional Austrian dish that you got to have when you get home? Ooh. I don't eat meat. I'm vegetarian. So that makes it kind of tough because in Austria you eat a lot of meat. <laughs> but I, I really like dumplings. Um, or Kaiserschmarrn. It's also something sweet. We have a lot of sweet dishes and unhealthy dishes, actually. <laughs> well, in you, Andy's cafeteria was clearly uh, the best ever. Is there a particular meal you miss from there at all? <laughs> the chicken. That's that was hard, like <laughs> like a, a shoe sole. Grilled no, chicken um, till the end of time at, at you, Andy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they had some, so sometimes they had some good stuff, but yeah. yeah. Friday afternoons, that, that's where you need to be at UND because that was wing day Wings, and then uh, yeah. then cobbler too. Um, yeah. You probably don't eat a lot of fast food, I would imagine. Not much, not much. Um, yeah. Sometimes I, I go to McDonald's or something, but not much. I've inquired a lot of people on the show about this, but like fast food tastes better in places besides the U.S., Right. I don't know. I I heard that. I'm not a. I'm the wrong person to ask, honestly, <laughs> because I'm not really into it. So maybe yeah. I'm not the best reference. Well, I thought of uh, of you the other day because I was watching Super Size Me. It was one of the documentaries I was on, uh, yeah. talking about McDonald's and how how uh, unhealthy it is. And there was a lady yeah. from Europe who's like, the small size in America is the large in Europe. What yeah. would be your suggestion from a diet standpoint that would help our people here in the U.S.? Well, <laughs> um, I think the most important thing is just to move. And right. if you if you move and if you get those get those steps in, you can you can eat a lot. If you yeah. burn those cal calories, be active. Just eat what. I'm not really a person who is on a diet. I've never been, and sometimes I I've tried. 10 days something and I really I didn't like it so I was like <laughs> just move a little bit more and and then you eat whatever you want to that's my yeah cool. my opinion um as far as the demands of tennis thinking back to your days at UND as a player um describe me what a typical day was for you when you're in season in season um school um and then we had most most uh, we had lunch together if it if it worked out. Then we went to tennis from two to three. Uh, sorry, from two to four or five, and then from five to six we had weights or conditioning, and sometimes we had class again in the evening. But that was so we had like three four hours practice a day. Okay. Um, I went a lot to the training room because I had a hip hip surgery. I had some small stuff going on a couple of times. So that's also, you know, take care of your body. I tried to um, put that in between classes, um, schedule the appointments with the trainer, with the physios. And yeah, that was about it. 
what injuries did you suffer? I remember you had a pretty big one where you were on crutches yeah. for a while. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's true. I had a hip surgery. I tore I tore my labrum, and I still I still have problems with it, honestly. And oh, wow. I I just went to the doctor a couple months ago, and they said I have to actually get a new hip at some point. Good lord. Yeah. So it's it's. <laughs> But I mean, as long as I can ride my bike and run, I'm happy. And I, I take those pain, this, this little pain, so it's okay. Um, well, and see, I, I tried. I don't know if this will even help you. Uh, it's helped me. DDP Yoga, Diamond Dallas Page Yoga, yeah, which is I a different that. program. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, yoga and stretching, stuff like that it really helps my mobility, helps my, my hip. That's just true. <laughs> You know, I was thinking too with uh, when you went to school in Austria, I can remember uh, this time of year, you know, rolling into September, a little bit of October. Sometimes we would have class outside. Like it was just nice enough that we could do that. Yeah. How often yeah. did you spend time outside when you were in school? Um, mostly at the breaks. When we had breaks, we went outside because we had a pretty backyard at school so that's we used it we, okay. we played soccer stuff like that um we only had short short like 10 15 minutes break but yeah we used that and um yeah in class the teachers they didn't really like it because then they said ah oh, you do you're not concentrated or not focused enough but yeah a couple well, of times we went outside one thing that i think is still impacting folks and I know that you're in touch with nature. You're outside all the time. Like, yeah. how important is it for humanity to connect to nature and, and use it to heal? I mean, that's that's what we have to do in these times, I think. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, I mean, like you said, it's, it's super important. I mean, to me, I don't want to talk for everyone. It's right. some people, they don't, they don't like it. If you don't like to go outside, then I think you won't heal because it's it's a mindset i guess but right. i love it i need it my body needs it and i like i like to go i mean outside my backyard my garden i have only trees so it's yeah it's super relaxing and gives me a lot of energy satisfy this curiosity for me cuz like one awesome thing about kindergarten in the us is that you get nap time even if it's like a 15 minute period uh is that a thing in austria nap time in kindergarten yeah <laughs> but then oh okay yeah i i wish they they would put it in work i think at some at some companies they they invented or they they, they have some time for naps i've heard or i've read but it's 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 a cool thing <laughs> another difference too that i've heard about between americans to europeans like y'all vacation more what's a place that you still want to go and, and see at this point in the us or Anywhere. anywhere yeah anywhere. anywhere i mean in the u.s i want to go to california like the west coast I've, i haven't seen um and who i want to go to bali and thailand but i mean there are also honestly there's so many places in austria as small as the country is but there's so many places i haven't been so there's also a lot <laughs> a lot to explore in austria well, and Tupac already told us that California knows how to party. So if you make it out there, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a good time. Uh, you know, you and these smack dab in the middle of the country. Um, I grew up in Indianapolis, so I, I love it by being part of it. But 
Were there any other schools that you had a chance to go to? Yeah, um, actually, um, a lot of D1 schools um, had interest, but I was not eligible to play. The NCAA didn't let me. So UND was like, they took me because I, even I had to take off, I had to redshirt my first year, my freshman year, I was not able to play um, NCAA-wise. Okay. So you Indy was there and I was like, okay, I go, I go with you Indy, but I had offer from Hawaii, from Austin, Texas, uh, Houston, New York, a, a lot of big schools, but yeah. A lot of warmer places. Think... <laughs> right. Indy, Indy was great. Honestly, I, I enjoyed it. Austria, as far as, uh, y'all have winters, like you have snow on the ground, I would imagine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that wasn't a complete shock. The uh, the horrible winters that you have to deal with. No, no, it was it was actually kind of the same weather. At least, I think, but Indy had it was more cold, but basically it was the same same weather. Okay. So that was. Also, I'm impressed how well you can speak English. I imagine you studied it probably in school, but what were the ways that you picked up English? Yeah, I mean, like I said before, I traveled a lot. Like I started traveling when I was 12, 13, playing tournaments all over the world. So that's really helping improving your English because you have to talk. Right. In school, you know, you sit in the last row, you don't have to talk. But <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when you're alone traveling, you have to. So that's the best yeah. way to learn, I guess. And I love your accent from Austria. And I'm just curious. You don't have to. I'm not putting you on the spot. Like, can you do a, an American accent on the phone if you have to? Well, probably a little bit, but it, it will come out. The Austrian part will come out as sooner or later. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, most Europeans probably impersonate, like, a Kardashian. You know, oh, my God. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. That's, that's what we did sometimes at school <laughs> as well. We were, like taking other or like <laughs> mocking other people yeah that that is one creation that america has given the world which is vocal fry that would yeah. sound so <laughs> wonderful on the podcast I, I know did you watch a lot of american tv um at school like at uind i haven't had a tv at all four years <laughs> i think that's yeah oh my god that, <laughs> <laughs> i didn't i didn't miss it i really even now, I don't watch a lot of TV, so I rather um, go outside. <laughs> are you a book reader? Uh, sometimes. I, I'm a music person. I, I listen to a lot of music. Who are some of your favorite artists that you listen to? Well, um, I mean, I just watched a Coldplay show in, Mila in Milano yeah, hey. uh, a couple of weeks ago. So I really like Coldplay. Live concerts, amazing. Um, but I also I'm a huge fan. He already passed, but Michael Jackson. I, I like this kind of music. Uh -huh. um, yeah, Ed Sheeran, I, everything. And I like a lot of techno and house music. It's kind of more uh, European, I guess. I think in the, but in the US, I learned uh, I learned to like country music, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. which, which was really new to me. I hated it at the at the beginning, but now after years, I really like it. I enjoy it. <laughs> In Indiana, it's kind of part of life, unfortunately. Yeah, uh, I'll hate yeah. it for you. Um, uh, sometimes it's nice. <laughs> it's not too bad. It depends on yeah. the kind of country that it is. Um, yeah, exactly. There's a bunch of music festivals, too. Coachella is one that always goes down here. 
Have you been to like Glastonbury or anything of that nature? For no, me? nothing, nothing. Because you know, I don't like too many people. So, oh, right. I mean, oh, sure. I went to concert, yeah, but too many people, they kind of freak me out. <laughs> <laughs> well, and with that, I mean, was one of the appeals of tennis, I kind of only have to deal with myself. How much of it is internally battling yourself? It's it's a huge it's a huge thing. Um, sometimes I I feel like I play against two people, like me and the opponent. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, in college I really loved and learned to be a team member because back home you like you said you're only battling for yourself with yourself. But at college I really right. learned to be a team member, and that's that was fantastic, and I really liked that being part of a team i think of like girls playing sports in school as like commonplace that of course there's going to be girls sports but i i looked up i forgot how involved uh billy jean king was here with title nine and like getting access for girls to play yeah. sports here it's just worth mentioning it was signed june 23rd 1972 by nixon uh so that makes it 51 years old that women have been able to play sports yeah. in the united states I'm kind of asking again, like, how does Austria feel about women athletes in general? Yeah, it's getting more and more. I mean, it was also like, it's still not the same like men's sports, but mm -hmm. it really, um, I'm actually, I'm with the government. I'm in a um, project where they also want to um, give women as coaches, as sport manager, give them a chance to get into sports and um, I'm in this program and they support it and because it's not me as a coach right now when I'm traveling I'm most of the time I'm the only I'm, I'm the only woman there wow. so okay. it's really it's still it still needs some time to develop and, and get better with that um and this is pretty obvious, considering that the, one of the main sponsors for tennis is Rolex, uh, the the watch. But like tennis in the United States is kind of viewed as a upper class game. Is it viewed the same way in Austria? Yeah, yeah. It's it's actually it's really expensive, and it okay. gets more expensive. Um, courts when you book a court, it's like forty or fifty bucks um, per hour, okay. and then if you want to get a coach as well on top, yeah. Do the math. It's it's it's, <laughs> yeah. it's it's a lot. Yeah. Although Stephanie will take a Rolex endorsement right now, if the company's listening, uh, we'll go ahead and get her signed up with the watch. Um, yeah. <laughs> wasn't uh, Roger Federer a Rolex guy? Wasn't he somebody that represented yeah. them? Okay. Yeah, and Rafael Nadal, I guess. Yeah. I guess, yeah. Um, those were the two main guys. Uh, were those your two favorite players growing up? Yeah. Yeah, huge time back. Yeah. <laughs> I always leaned more toward Rafa Nadal. Federer, Federer <laughs> was more of a, like, he was the Tom Brady of tennis, you know? Like, yeah. he, was, he was the perfect guy. He was supposed to win. And, too, I wanted to ask you, Steph, because I've never actually found out. Roger Federer was known for playing on grass. Roth was known for his specialty being on clay. How does a um, surface impact a tennis match? Yeah, a lot. I mean, here in Austria, we, we have a lot of uh, clay courts. And in the US, it was only hard court or like 90% hard court. 
Um, it has more impact on your body, hardcore. Um, that's probably a reason why I tore my labrum in my hip. But it's it's the the ball is bouncing different. You have to move different on grass. It's 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 really fast. So yeah, it's really they are completely different games. Yeah. Do you, you have a preferred? Do you have a preferred uh, court for you? Um, it used to be clay court, but now after after you Indy, I I'm with uh, I'm with hard court. Okay, and I might be uh, filling in a gap here, but I want to just make sure your Instagram bio says you're part of the Austrian Tennis Federation. Is that part of working with the government to help with coaching and all that? Yes, 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 okay. exactly. Cool. Um, I mean, do you have to become a member? I mean, what what's all involved with being part of that? organization um like being an athlete there or a coach well i know that like you can sign up to be part of the usga like the united states golf association but okay yeah you, you just pay a certain fee like, i didn't know if you had to have certain qualifications to be involved in what you're doing i mean um in order to be an athlete at at the austrian tennis federation um we 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 are like playing with the national team so those oh, okay. are the best players, um, and we take care of them. They practice in at our facility. Um, but if you want to start playing tennis, you can just play, and the, there you don't have to be a member of anything. But if you want to practice there, you have to have a certain level, and then you get you get into this area, and then you play those tournaments and stuff like that, and then you have yeah. to yeah be part of that. Well, and you know, you put in your ten thousand hours, and I know you, I know you have your ten thousand. Uh, but a lot of players have tennis coaches, right? Like, did having the individual coaching ever get annoying when you were a kid? Like, I just want to have fun. I just want to do something different. Um, to me, it was not. It was not never not fun. I mean, of course, sometimes you wake up and you're like, oh, my body right. aching and stuff like that, but. I really enjoyed this and I was so determined and I, I was willing to get better. So I really enjoyed these sessions and wanted to improve. <laughs> also, I want to describe to uh, for this program, one of my nightmares that I've had repeatedly is oh. being one of the, one of the ball retrievers for a tennis match and having it start and then them serving it my way. Have you ever had to retrieve balls for a match before? Uh, no, no, I haven't. <laughs> That's like one of the unsung heroes in sports. I don't know why anybody agrees to that role. <laughs> Those are important. You got to have them. Got to have them. Um, yeah. Are you limited in uh, the kind of hair that you can have too? Like I, I'm rocking like a Andre Agassi style here, you know? So I, I just didn't know if it, if that federation limits you at all. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Just wear a cap and you're all good. And see, I got to have my jewelry on, you know, I got multiple rings on. That's, nice. that's probably a no-go. I mean, it's not for you. It has to work for you. Otherwise it doesn't matter if okay. you're comfortable playing with it. Just wear it. From a coaching standpoint, uh, we all like different personalities. Uh, what, what kind of personality uh, gets the most out of you from a coach? The one that's willing to learn. The one that's working hard and yeah giving giving their best every day it doesn't matter how how well or how 
how good of a tennis player you are. As long as you want to improve and enjoy it, then I'm happy. Do you like getting yelled at? I, that would be one thing that I would not like about athletics is possibly getting yelled at. Sorry, what was that? Do you like getting yelled at? I, I hate getting I yelled, yelled at. at. I'm not a yelling person, though. I, I don't <laughs> like it. Yeah. I, I would not yell at anybody or I don't like it if somebody yells at me. So okay. that's why I don't do it. Yeah, no, I, I would quit <laughs> on that yeah. coach. Um, also, something that gets really annoying watching a tennis match, maybe your dad knows about this, directing it, but um, is grunting ever a problem when you're playing tennis? I mean, no. <laughs> I thought it was like against the rules to do that. That would be distracting. No, 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 it's not. I mean, it's as long as it's not too loud or weird but no <laughs> okay it's not a, it's not a problem do you have any stories of like fighting with the judge on and in, in the tall chair <laughs> yeah yeah not sure we want to talk about that right now. oh come on now. <laughs> I had to pay I had to pay a fine let's leave it like that what you cannot yeah, was... be serious that, that yeah that's... <laughs> John McEnroe yeah <laughs> um no it was it was a really close game and tough like decision he said the ball was in i said the ball was out uh we both we had a mark and then yeah i freaked out i yeah whatever i had to pay a fine <laughs> it's not it was not the proudest moment of my career so i love but, it but yeah it's i'm a emotional person so i had to <laughs> yeah i love it no i love i love it uh and I'm asking this, too, because I know there are certain basketball players, you know, Indiana's a basketball state where if they get angry, they get a little anger in them. Sometimes they play better. A little bit of uh, anger help you? Yes, a little bit helps. Too much? No, no good. <laughs> okay, cool. I know that you're you're an experienced tennis player, but is it ever scary having a tennis ball coming toward you? <laughs> Actually, today I was so scared. I was, uh, you know, feeding balls to my player. And she directly came to, like, the ball came right on in front of me. And I was standing really close to the net. So it came really fast. I was scared today. But, I mean, that's that's part of the game as a coach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, uh, have you broken a racket before? Yeah. Oh, man. A couple. <laughs> In frustration like said, I'm, I'm or just emotional. overuse? No, uh, you can put it like you want. <laughs> you <right>. decide. <laughs> I love it. Um, oh, we'll take you back to 2006, okay? I remember getting uh, the Nintendo Wii and playing tennis on that. Uh, <laughs> did you play that at all, or are, are you much of a gamer? Um, yeah, I'm not. Like, I'm really, I have no idea about gaming or stuff. I mean, I know Nintendo Wii, I know this. I, I, I think I played it once, but I'm not a big gamer person. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, hey, that, that, that's how I found out about, like, doubles. I didn't even know that was a thing. Uh, and oh, I, think, sure. I think that, you know, the video game thing might have actually helped it a little bit. But um, you stayed in the United States for college. And Lord knows there's certainly plenty of problems here now. Do you see yourself coming back to the United States anytime soon? Um, I've just been in, in December. Last December, I've been to Florida. Um, right. I really like, I, I like the States and sometimes I really miss it. 
the way of life. It's different, you know. Um, so maybe, yeah. I, I really want to come back soon. Let's right. see. But I haven't planned anything. Uh, as far as life lessons, Steph, uh, this is the big question. What life lessons have you learned from being an athlete? Um, never give up, fight, like be tough. And if you like, you know, I was traveling a lot, like I said, traveling a lot uh, alone, being away three weeks by yourself in a different country. And it just, um, I think, made me stronger. And even I was crying a lot, to be honest. Um, yeah, it's, it's just couple like a really small time amount of your life so it's like be positive and life is beautiful <laughs> mm -hmm. I at love the it. end steph for folks who want to reach out and connect with you uh how can they do that um instagram i guess follow you on instagram <laughs> all right we'll have it in the description for everybody who wants yeah. to uh follow steph stephanie let me tell you uh it is such a joy to have you on the show uh, and you were someone that I always look forward to seeing at school. So uh, to document a show, to see how well you're doing, I know it's just the start. So thanks for being here. Thank you very much, Jimmy. <laughs> Folks, to hear this episode again, you can make your way over to linktree.com slash JBK on air. You can also get the show anywhere that you get your podcast by searching J-B-K-O-N-A-I-R. Uh, and you can also donate to the show, give money directly to me, with the link in the description. Until next time, have a great day and a better tomorrow.